It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning. Well, it was kind of a kind of a weird week. We had uh, we had spring, we had almost something that felt like summer. We had winter again. We had snow. Was there snow up in the North Shore, Biff? We didn't get any snow. It was all rain. No, all rain. We didn't. Yeah. No. I mean, we yeah. may have gotten a little bit, but I mean, yeah. there was no yeah. snow on the car in the morning. Yeah. So no. well, that's that's always good. Yeah, I was out. Uh, I was out Sunday afternoon taking a little ride just for something to do, and I was down uh, towards the Marshfield area. And all of a sudden, I'm and it's forty degrees out. And all of a sudden, I'm like, is that snow? And it was ocean effect snow, snow blowing in off the ocean. It was quite surprising. Well, you know, so I guess we're we're not done with it yet. But yeah, today is the first day of spring, though. It is. Yes. It is. So, so I mean, you know, which is whatever that means. It, well, know what that means? It's springtime car care time, and we'll talk about that as well. Hey, we got a great guest uh, this morning. We have Mike Porcelli. Mike Porcelli is a professor at a automotive college. He is a radio talk show host on one of the longest-running automotive radio programs, Auto Lab, out of New York, and uh, just an all-around interesting guy. And I, uh, I kind of bumped into him on a webinar, and... Uh, wanted to chat with them about uh, the automotive industry, automotive education and trying to get trying to get some people into the trades. Michael, good morning and welcome to the Car Doctor Radio Show out here in Massachusetts. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me. Well, sure. Um first off, let's let's talk about a little bit about you. You've been uh you you've been around for a little while. Um and you have you've uh, done some pretty interesting things including you're a teacher you're a business owner and a radio talk show host. That's right. I've been fixing cars. I tell my students I've been fixing cars for 65 years, and I'm still going to school because I'm a really slow learner. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I fall into that same category from time to time. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it seems like, especially as the technology is changing, uh, it's so easy to learn something new every day. And I remember, I don't remember a lot from being a kid, uh, but I remember, I think it was my second or third grade teacher said to me, you should try to learn three new things every day. And in the automotive industry, it's a pretty easy thing to do is to learn three new things every day. If you're only learning three things, you're falling behind. <laughs> um, so much you know, to learn. I, there, there is so much to learn, but I only, I only have so much room in my head. I think that's part of the problem. But yeah, I, it, it is pretty, it is pretty amazing. How long have you guys been, uh, been uh, running the Auto Lab radio show? We've been on about thirty-eight years. Uh, I've been on the show about thirty 30. years. I started hosting yep. about six months ago. Oh, okay, all right. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I know. I remember. I was. I was headed to uh, upstate New York for something one Saturday morning. It was early, and and uh, being a little bit of a radio geek, I was just sort of scanning the dial, and all of a sudden the show popped up, and and then I said, "No, oh, I've heard this before," and I heard it a couple times, and and uh, and my coworker and uh, 
Robert Sinclair Jr. is on your program pretty regularly, just about every week, I guess, talking about gas prices or some other new things that AAA is involved with. Uh, and he's he's become your uh, go-to uh, authority on um, on what's going on with gasoline these days. In fact, I heard him this morning. He's, uh, he's our authority locally. Yep. No, he, he, great guy, very knowledgeable, and uh, a big automotive enthusiast as well. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the program is I'm involved. I'm, I'm a board member in, in probably four or five different vocational high schools in my area, and they are still having trouble getting students into the trades, and whether it's automotive, electrical, plumbing, um, you know, maybe some of the maybe some of the uh, the kind of fancier ones. I, I know one of the trade schools is is doing something with, um, you know, for want of a better word, it looks like genetic engineering. You know, so that that's got a little bit more pizzazz to it. Maybe uh, robotics seems to do okay because I think the kids, you know, see some of the TV shows with with uh, robot, you know, robot fights going on, and they say, hey, I want to build something like that. Um, but it's interesting that. When you enter, especially this trade, the auto repair trade, you're kind of, I think you're covering everything but, you know, the, you know, human genomes. Exactly. We're the only trade that where we have to know every other trade's skills. Yeah, it really is true. I was watching something this week on TV and they were doing some work to an old truck and they were as much carpenters as they were mechanics they were building they were putting uh replacing the wood in a bed and of course the bed kit didn't come you know perfectly suited to the vehicle so there was a lot of woodworking involved i was watching them build uh, a dash out of um out of uh, uh fiberglass and custom building a dash which is something that you look at it and you go, well, that takes an awful lot of skill to do that. Anything from, you know, speaker box enclosures to, you know, all of a sudden you're a carpenter, you're, you're a designer, and you're still, you're still nuts and bolts taking things apart and putting things back together, as well as a computer diagnostician, right? Exactly. We have to be carpenters if you're working on trucks or custom vehicles. You have to be a plumber to work on cooling systems and hydraulic systems. Electricians, everything today is electrically controlled. So we really do have to know every single trade there is. Yeah, it, it is really important. But it's also, it was I was listening to the end of your program and somebody called in with a, uh, I think it was a Crown Vic or a Grand Marquis that had a bad instrument panel. And I don't, I don't remember if it was you or one of your co-hosts said something about, you know, even the battery could be a problem. And sometimes we get so involved in, what it could be, we forget about going back to the basics and mm -hmm. hey, let's make sure that there's no voltage drop from the battery to um, wherever the positive cable attaches to the car or wherever the ground cable. So many, as cars are getting older, you, you must be seeing and hearing about a lot of uh, bad ground problems, right? Oh yeah, and that's a funny story. I mentioned to the caller earlier that I had, uh, I met somebody at a gas station. I was putting gas in my car, and the guy next to me gassing up had his hood up. He was under the hood. So I asked if I could help him. I thought he needed a jump, and he told me what the problem was. He turned the key, and nothing happened. His lights were going on and off, and he said his wife was coming to give him a jump. He got. He called me later and said he got the car fixed, and it was a loose battery cable. 
Yeah, and it can be, sometimes it can be that simple. And just, just the idea that the computer systems in the cars uh, look at look at voltage so critically that just being a little bit off, I know I had a co-worker, and he was a smart guy, he had, had a background in electrical engineering, and he was having problems with, I think it was power door locks on a Honda or something, and I said to him, there's three or four ground circuits that are really important to check see what those look like and you know then let me know how you make out he he found me the that monday morning he said i went to the grounds you talked about i checked them i cleaned them put it back together problem solved everything's fine he said i was all ready to start buying uh actuators and relays to try to make the make the door locks work and all it was was just a dirty connection i've been in the collision business since i'm five years old and I can tell you, we see a lot of bad ground problems in, after a collision. Oh, I bet, I bet. And the idea of a an issue with a collision, and you know, especially a car that maybe wasn't put back together as good as it could be. Um, I at the AAA office that I worked in prior to where I am now, we used to run something called our the AAA Auto Diagnostic Center. And it was a place where people would bring problem cars or they would buy, you know, cars that were considering buying. And some of those cars that would come in, you'd look at some of the cars that were, they weren't quite reconstructed totals, but they were pretty close in a lot of cases. And some of those wiring repairs were pretty questionable. I think the number one thing that's left off by a lot of rebuilders is uh, ground straps. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't disagree. Can't disagree with that. Even even some of the simple ones, you open up a hood sometimes and you see a ground strap just dangling in the breeze, and you're like, why didn't they take another thirty seconds and attach this strap back to the firewall or wherever it wherever it was dangling from? It, it to me just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I guess they rushed through it. Um, so important. Um, you joined me on a webinar one day, and we were talking about, and I think this is worth worth talking about. Um, your car gets in a crash. Maybe your car's totaled. Maybe not. But uh, places like yours and and good body shops and good repair shops can help a customer get the maximum amount out of their insurance company, either whether the car's totaled or getting it repaired. Right? Exactly. That's what we do. It's one of our specialties: getting people everything they're entitled to. And you know, an insurance company's job is what to pay as little as possible, right? That's what the, that's what that's what they want to do. They want to give you as little money as they can. And uh, but if you give them the right reasons not to do that, and you have something to stand on, you're good to go, right? The problem is insurance companies. The people that work for these big insurance companies, they're all rated on how much money they can save the company. Which means the more they can cheat the claiming that of the better they they look the better their job uh you know for promotion purposes looks yeah you're you're right because i remember looking at a claim and it was it was done through kind of an automated system and in the claim and it was a totaled car and in the claim there was a um there was money taken off because of the interior and it said there were cigarette burns in the interior of the car the person owned it since the, since it was brand new and never smoked a day in their life. But it was just somebody who started checking off boxes on a laptop 
and said, oh, we'll depreciate this, 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 and this. And, and I'm like, no, no. I said, you want to have somebody look at this car, give it a professional appraisal, even if you have to pay for it, you've got to find that it's going to save you money. I'm glad you mentioned automated claims because the uh, problem today is a lot of people are falling for this photo estimating uh, procedure, mm -hmm. and you can't properly diagnose a car from a photo. I mean, you and I probably can look at a photo and pretty much figure out what we can expect when we examine the car. But the insurance companies have these people with no, no repair experience looking at photos and deciding what needs to repaired and be repaired and replaced. And they just, they just don't have the experience to do it. And a lot of, lot of people just take the money and, and don't get the car properly repaired. We find that people that come to us after getting a photo estimate, the actual repair cost is double or triple what the photo estimate determined. Yeah, it, it it really is, and you're right. A lot of times, what people do, especially in when finances are a little bit tough, and you can just look around and look at you know cars that have been dented, scraped, you know, but still drivable. You know, the person probably put in a claim, got the check, and spent it to you know pay their bills. And the insurance companies, I think, in some cases, actually sort of hope for that. That you know, there's three thousand or four thousand dollars worth of damage. We'll give you a check for two thousand dollars. You're not going to fix that dent in the quarter panel and that tear in the bumper cover, and they're going to and they're going to say, "Hey, look, you know, you you took the money, um, you you were happy with the settlement, and you didn't fix your car, and then you know if something happens the next time around, of course, then it gets kind of ugly. But um, but yeah, people people need to try to people need to try to get everything that's that's coming to them, right? Well, yes, that's right. And the scary part is that the cosmetic dent is not a big problem. But the, the really dangerous part is a lot of these cars have steering and suspension damage that goes undiagnosed. You can't see it in a photo. Even if people would go to a drive-in estimating center, most of the insurance estimators don't get under the car and examine all the steering and suspension components. I've had three cases where cars were estimated at an insurance company drive-in or a photo estimate, and the, the steering linkage broke on the way to the shop. Wow. <laughs> I, I know I when I was when I was kind of playing around with with doing this sort of stuff for a while, my favorite body shop to go to was a guy who had a um, a lift that sort of looked like half a forklift, and I would say to him, "Hey, can I get that car up in the air and look under it?" And he would wheel this thing over, and it was a it was a pretty impressive looking rig. And get it up in the air, and somebody somebody said, to him, you know, why do you bother doing that? And he's like, look, you know, the more the more damage there is, the more damage that's found, the easier it is for me to do my job. So mm -hmm. he says, now all of a sudden I don't have to open up a second claim. I don't have to go back and forth with the insurance company. And he looks at me and says, if this guy can write down all the damage the first time around, I'm a whole lot better off. And I, you know, and plus, who wants to go crawling around on the ground when it's snowy and wet? Well, this reminds me of what I always tell people. Uh, the old expression, never do this at home. Never settle an insurance claim on a collision without professional help. Uh, amateurs should not be settling insurance claims. You have to have, go, settling an insurance claim, claim on your own without a professional. is like going to court without your own lawyer. Who does that? Only a fool. What do, what do they say? A uh, 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 person who represents himself in court has a fool for a lawyer? Is that what they say? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not going to take out my own appendix either. So, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll leave that for that group of professionals. So, uh, but but you're right. You know, you have to you have to look at all of these different things. And you know, your job and you know other businesses like yours. You know, you're you're out there to work with your customers and protect your customers, and that's that's how that's how you build your business. And that's like you said that you you've been doing that. You've been doing this since uh, you know. You were five years old. I, I'm not quite sure what you were doing in a body shop at five years old, but well, I started out sweeping the floors, and I tell my students I'm still sweeping the floors, so I haven't progressed at all. <laughs> well, I, I I will say one one of the better shop owners I know took over a shop like that. He started off he started off uh, sweeping the floors, and it was, when his father trusted him, he gave him the keys to the Coke machine to fill the Coke machine, and he said, you know, now. You know, 40 years later, I'm still sweeping the floor and filling the Coke machine. Well, when I hire somebody, the first thing I look at is how they sweep the floor. That's an indicator of how well they, how seriously they take the job. Well, you know, that, that, you know, it, it's, I, and, you know, our, our subjects are kind of going offline here a little bit. But yeah, I, there was a, uh, there was a, a young kid I was talking to. He was at a repair shop, and the owner of the repair shop was telling me about it. And I said, oh, you hired a new kid. And he, and he said, yeah. He said he came in here one day. And I said, what made him better than anybody else? He said, well, I was kind of busy. It was 5 o'clock. I was taking care of some customers. And the kid's standing there, and next thing I see him, he's picking up a broom, and he's sweeping up the shop. My kind and, of guy. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said, uh, you know, when I saw that, I'm like, here's, here's a kid that's got some ambition. Hey, before we let you go, can you tell us about um, something you're really involved with that's close to you that isn't automotive education, but it's designed to help people? Thank you. Thank you for bringing it up. That's the Gold Shield. The Gold Shield is a nationwide campaign to raise awareness and put an end to veterans committing suicide. The people that we talk to on my radio show and uh, people in person, they are amazed to find out that 22 veterans a day have been committing suicide for the last 20 years and it's it's the biggest disgrace we have in this country the pow mia flag you know that black flag that flies yep. below the american flag it says on it you are not forgotten which tells us military people that if we go uh, off to war and don't come home we won't be forgotten the problem is the people that do come home they get forgotten when they come home their mm. needs get forgotten ignored by the government most people are unaware, so they don't know how they can help. The Gold Shield was formed to be the organization that makes everybody aware that this problem has to end. And we have a mechanism for individuals to join as ambassadors and businesses to join as supporting members to direct donations to veterans' charities that are helping put an end to PTSD, which leads to veterans committing suicide. So we ask everybody to go to the Gold Shield website, which is thegoldshield.us. Thegoldshield.us. You can go on there, sign up as an ambassador at no charge or a business member at pennies a day. Pennies a day is well worth uh, what it takes to save, you know, save veterans' lives. What we say is we want to save veterans' lives every day, and we need everybody's help to do it. There you go. So thegoldshield.us is how you find out more information about that, whether you want to donate, whether you want to learn about it, whether how, whether you want to get involved with it is is how you do it, right? If everybody if everybody out there, everybody every one of your listeners would join as just an ambassador and just help us spread the word, we can save lives every day. Well, you already got one. So here we go. 
right. Hey, Michael. You. Michael, I want to thank you for taking time out of your Saturday. I know you're a busy guy. And uh, join us here on the Car Doctor program here in Massachusetts. I will. I'm going to listen to you online. All right. Take care, Michael. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye-bye. We need to take a break and pay some bills. That was Michael Porcelli. He is uh, he is a shop owner, radio host. Oh, and hey, Biff. Yeah, yes, John. Um, I got in trouble last week. How come? Well, you know, you know the great guy from uh, Paul Fernandez from AutomotiveTouchUp dot com. Yes. Well, at the end of that interview, I made a little pun about hey, I want to thank Paul Fernandez for. Uh, you know, filling us in on how to fill in. How to fill in, right, yeah. And then I said, oh, that was awful, meaning the pun was awful. He took it to mean that the, oh, the interview was yeah. awful. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, I know, I, I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I and, took you know, it to mean that the pun, oh, yeah, I could see yeah. where you'd be like, so, yeah, that interview was awful. Yeah, Whoops. and that is that is what I said. It was just the pun was awful. So right. I apologize to Paul Fernandez because he provided us with some great information about a great product. So um, because his uh, PR person called me and said, hey, you know, it sounds like, you know, you had a hot mic on at the end of the interview. You said he was awful. And I went, no, he was no, great. No, no, I said, no, what no. do you mean? He was great. <laughs> and, and then I listened to it. And I said, no, no, that was just my poor attempt at humor. Oh, boy. So. Yeah, well, so. I'm, I'm glad we've righted that wrong. I, I hope I hope we have because and, I thought the interview was great and it wasn't awful. The pun, on the other hand, not so great. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll try to keep my humor to <laughs> you know something that's actually funny, maybe you know. I mean, just when you say well, you got we got in trouble, I was like, oh my goodness, what? I don't remember anything last week bad. Yeah. Although I do yeah. remember that, I, I clearly remember that. Yeah, yeah. So again, Paul Fernandez, great interview. Yes, automotive touch up. Great product if you're uh, if you're whether you're you know touching up a scratch, touching up a nick, or you're doing a little bit more. The idea that you can get factory style, factory colors in a spray can that's going to match for twenty bucks a can or twenty two dollars a can. I know I got some for the for the old Volkswagen, and I and I, I tried. I actually tried using it in. In the winter time, which probably wasn't the most brilliant idea, but I actually got kind of a season out of it and didn't take care of the rust the way I should have. But anyway, that's all my fault. Hey, we need to take a break, pay some bills. When we come back, I might give away a AAA membership. How are you with that? No, I'm fine with, with that? that. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. All right. We haven't done that for a while. I think that's a good idea. So I have stamps. I can mail it out and everything. So it's it's all good. good. Hey, you're listening to the Car Doctor program. If you want to join us, our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. You're still picking me up from baseball tonight in the new Nissan Sentra, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Girlfriend? You're 15. You can lease a new 2020 Nissan Sentra S with just $29.95 cash or trade down plus the normally startup cost for 24 months for only $29 a month. I think that's impressive. I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just want her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Bye. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details during the Nissan Thrill of the Drive event. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. 
The knowledgeable staff at the Building Center of Gloucester and Essex can help get your spring projects going with the best in outdoor living from Trex. Trex Decking offers easy installation, lasting beauty, and a 25-year warranty. Check out the colors and railing options at the Building Center today. Or, if your spring to-do list includes updating doors or windows, kitchen, bath, or paint, you've found the right place at the Building Center. The Building Center now offers online shopping with touch-free curbside pickup and orders ready within four hours. Details at bcgloucester.com. Are you looking for extra income? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers, LPNs, and RNs to join their growing business, transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will train to assist with 7D student licensing. They offer competitive hourly salaries. Details online at caringchoicetransportation.com or call them today, 978-375-3026 for details. That's 978-375-3026. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Radio Program on North Shore 104.9. I promise we'd do some trivia. I just don't have a question set up yet, but we will we will certainly come up with one maybe between now and the next break. That good with you, Biff? That works for me, sure. Yeah, and then we'll between now and the next break, and then when we come back from the next break, we'll do it no you know, it'll be uh it'll be something you maybe have to think about. You can cheat and Google if you want. Maybe if you want to do that. Um I I heard the I heard the uh commercial for uh for uh, the Nissan, and prior to that, uh, that same 15-year-old apparently once wanted to wanted to take a Jeep to meet his 15-year-old girlfriend. Uh, but the new hot the the new hot thing from Jeep right now is the Grand Wagoneer. Um, Jeep has come out with uh, a bigger three-row uh, Grand Wagoneer. And it's a it's a push to go upstream, and they claim that it's going to compete with just about anything. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it's gone. There was a uh, uh, video press conference the other day that was it was pretty interesting to see how um, see what they're going to do with it. Uh, they say the Grand Wagoneer uh, opening at uh, well, it's expensive. It's going to start at around eighty eight. $89,000 in a fully loaded Grand Wagoneer, according to this article that I'm reading, uh, is going to be $111,000 uh, powered by a 5.8 liter V8 engine featuring the next generation of the 48 volt e-torque mile hybrid system. So it's about almost 400 horsepower, 400 foot-pounds of torque. Um, and then there's a... Uh, 6.4 liter engine that's going to develop about 470 horsepower. Um, so I guess they're looking to really compete with Range Rover on this. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to see whether uh, Mr. Kelly's 15 year old wants to wants to you know go pick up his uh, girlfriend in the Grand Wagoneer when they get one. I think so. I think he would. Um, there's a there's a couple of articles I was reading this week about small pickup trucks. And um, it looks like Ford is going to come out with a small pickup truck. Um, they're calling it, interestingly, the Maverick. Um, but they, uh, 
Um, they haven't really talked about it, but I guess there's been some spy photos of it. And I think they, and the guess is it's going to be called a Maverick because um, it's going to be, uh, they they reclaim that name, I guess. And it's going to, uh, on the other end of the spectrum, it's going to be in the under $20,000 range. And cars are just getting expensive. Um, you know, whether they're minivans, I, I um, we'll talk about it next week sometime, the, the new Chrysler Pacifica Pinnacle, which is the as luxurious a minivan as you can possibly get from Chrysler, um, up in the fifties, so fifty-four, fifty-five thousand dollars. Um, it's uh, you know even even some compact trucks are into the forties now. Cars are just getting expensive, and you kind of wonder at what point the buying public is going to say, you know, it's too expensive. I don't want the, I don't want all of these features and and things that are coming to coming to my car. So um, I don't need maybe I don't need really you know Wi-Fi hotspots and 15 ports to plug in my phone and self-parking systems and uh, you know I'll take the auto you know the automatic uh, collision warning and and uh, uh, mitigation systems where it applies the brake or maybe I'll take the backup cameras and backup sensors because just about every car has those now but uh you know some of the other features maybe it's too many features and the buying public's just not quite ready for it yet biff are you a march madness guy i'm not a huge march madness guy no i'm really not but um i've watched a little bit last night are you yeah. no no but we're talking march madness next week okay on the show yeah but nothing to do with basketball Ah. It's uh, we, we're going to have Ted Ryan. He is the he is Ford Motor Company's automotive historian, and they put together sort of a March Madness of Ford products. So they're having a little fun with the whole March Madness idea of getting down to, you know, a couple different couple different cars. Nice. So um, so we're going to have a March Madness, but it won't be about basketball. It'll be about it'll be about you know you know the Ford F one fifty versus the Ford Mustang and the, you know the the Edsel, you know versus the uh, you know Lincoln Continental, and we cost we got our education on the Edsel last week. We did, we did, we did, and our buddy Peter, you know, filled us all in, and he right. actually sent me an email afterwards, and nice. uh, he wanted to know if he if it was you know he, how much he likes talking about Edsels, and I said it, it shows, and and actually it was a good education, so it was good to see. By the way, um, Car Doctor, we have Mike from Hingham on the phone. He wants to discuss with you Mazdas and Lexuses. Apparently, there's been a change of order. All right. So, uh, Mike, you there? I'm here. Oh, good, Michael. What's what's going on? Well, I've been sitting here in the sun. Actually, it's not bad at all. Uh, yeah, I, I I got up I got up this morning and saw sun and it was I was uh, I was shocked. Not bad. Hey, my question is: I, this week I got my annual Consumer Reports auto issue, which is you know gold as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh yeah, yeah. And I noticed that uh, I've noticed for a while that the Lexus has been slipping, but you know Mazda came out. They have the best of all the cars. They rank them. Mazda came out as number one, and again Lexus tumbled further on down the, the chain. I own both brands of cars. Uh, and I'm trying to think, you know, what, not so much, I know Mazda's done well. They've got great interiors now in their cars. The Mazda 3 is number one, even though they did get rid of independent rear suspension of the 3. I mean, they seem to be ranked number one. And how can a company as good as Lexus 
dropped as much as it has over the last since nineteen. I'm going to say since 2017 when they built the last good Lexus one that I hate to say, but I have with the V8 and the old body style. What have yeah. they done? Um, just what you said. They changed. Um, Mazda, on the other hand, hasn't really changed. You know, their cars are based on what they've been building. So they've been just, and it was, this is kind of interesting because I actually had this conversation about a month ago with one of the folks from Consumer Reports about, hey, what's Mazda doing? And again, the, the Mazda rating has to do with the, the, their reader satisfaction rating too and i said what's the deal with mazda all of a sudden that was sort of you know if i had to rank cars i would kind of go you know toyota lexus honda acura you know they're they're you know always tie with each other it seems like and then you know then i would look at cars like mazda subaru some of the, you know, and then what was surprising is like Buick was, I think, number three in their list, right? It, it was surprising how high it got. But I think what happened was with Lexus, they still build good cars, but they did, they made too many changes, and those changes became issues with, with some of their, not necessarily quality, but frustration by their owners. I remember years ago, Mercedes in their S class, so they're you know the the car that's the same size as your LS, um, and it's funny. Consumer Reports years ago called the Lexus LS the car that they compared every other big luxury car to because they were so pleased with it. And Mercedes, you know, added all these features, and all the features did was frustrate the people who bought the cars. And I think that's a little bit about what's happening with Lexus right now is they made these sort of radical changes and it can be everything from you know they don't you don't like the way the new dash uh, like the way the new grill looks to you know the 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 you know the V8 engine's gone which you kind of expect in a vehicle and you kind of combine all those things together and it becomes a problem where Mazda just made these little improvements like you said they brought the interior up a little bit They've refined the engines a little bit more. They've gotten the the uh, transmissions a little bit smoother. So they've made all these refinements without big changes, and I think that's what's really saved. That's what really kicked Mazda up to where they are with with the Consumer Report rating. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, the things that they complain most about are the user interface, which is crazy. I think they're trying to improve that on the new one. And also, I heard early this morning, or I read it last night, I can't forget which is, but they're actually going to build a small amount of V8-powered ones of the LSs coming up, I think, next year, uh, which, you know, they want just it should be an option, I believe. Uh, oh, I... I hey, well, yeah. I th I agree with you because I you know even even though you can get crazy horsepower out of a four cylinder engine and a six cylinder engine, I think there's a certain buyer, a certain traditional buyer, that's going to say, my luxury sedan needs to be a V8. Yep. I agree. I mean, it's, it's no, there's nothing bolted onto it. It's seventy miles an hour. You're cruising a little bit over two thousand RPM. And it's and if you need the oomph, you got it. That's what I like. It's the last year they made that. My the last year they made that that model, which uh, I'm keeping hopefully forever. Hey, can I do a quick PSA on uh, sure. the veterans? Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran, and uh, I, I think everybody out that's listening right now who knows a veteran should know that every single 
town and city in, in Massachusetts has a dedicated veterans agent. So your town has it, Hingham has it, you know, where you are right now, they have one. And if the veterans have a question, they can certainly go there and get anything answered, uh, what they need. We're the only state in the union that has such a thing, so it's there to take advantage of it. No, that, that, that and, and unfortunately, and you hear people all the time that don't take advantage of that, you know, somebody who's, you know, a little, you know, whether it's a little bit down on their luck or, you know, they're, they, you know, they can't, they can't hear and they don't realize that as being a veteran, they can, they can get hearing aids from the VA, but they haven't, they, they sometimes just don't want to ask because they're, they're a generation that didn't ask. I mean, I see these people, I see people at walk, I find they're a veteran. You know, I'd say once, once or twice a month, I get talking to them and you'd be surprised. Yeah. Like I say, don't know it. And I steer them toward the veterans agent. And I've got several nice, I've had one guy get 100% disability from, from a, uh, from just a meeting, meeting the guy on the street. 100% he yep. got six, six months later. Disability. No, he deserved no, abs- it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I don't, you know, there's, uh, there's no veteran out there that doesn't deserve what they can get. So, you know, absolutely. Well, Michael, thank you for taking call, okay? Yep. Yep. No, as always, take care, Mike. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Yep. Speaking of PSAs, uh, the North Shore Corvette Club um, actually asked me to do a PSA. They said the North Shore Corvette Club hosts an all-Corvette cruise night every Tuesday night from 4 to dusk on May 4th to September 28th. There's a raffle, music, and other great prizes. Uh, the public is welcome. Proceeds benefit our veterans in St. Jude Hospital. Uh, to get more information, go to NorthShoreCorvettes.com, and you can learn more about it and you know, you know, nothing like nothing like going and seeing some Corvettes. When we come back, we will do a little bit of. I think it's going to be really simple trivia, and uh, I think you'll be able to get the answer pretty easy because I want to give away a AAA membership. And and speaking of organizations, I um, they're located on the South Shore, but they service everybody. I just want to mention it's a it's a company called it's a group called Support the Soupman, and they are um, in. Bridgewater or East Bridgewater right now they're moving but what they do is they they started off um, the, the the guy who started it um, his last name's Kelleher started off bringing hot soup to uh, folks that were down on their luck and they've partnered with a whole bunch of people now the latest thing they do is they bring portable shower units to places where people can get where uh, homeless can get a shower and get cleaned up uh, they're partnered with Ocean State Job Lot. They got, I think they got a donation of a thousand coats and a thousand pairs of boots uh, this year uh, to help people. And I'm proud to say that AAA recently donated $2,500 to the organization. So thank you to my employer for that. Let's take a break. If you want to give us a call, 800-370-1049 is how we do it. 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. is proud to announce that high school football returns. 
Listen in this Saturday as the Maskinomit Regional Chieftains head to Beverly to take on the Beverly Panthers at 1 p.m. this Saturday, March 20th. We'll have the full game for you. Tune in this Saturday for the return of high school football on North Shore 104.9. Exercise is more important than ever. Did you know that just 15 minutes of exercise can reduce stress, increase your calorie burn, and lower your risk for certain diseases and illnesses? Hi, Darren here from the MAC. We can all carve out 15 minutes for physical activity, and whether it's with our professionals here at the club or online, we have your support, guidance, and motivation you need. Pair this with a clean diet filled with fresh fruits and vegetables, lean protein, healthy fats, and whole grains, and your 2021 will be your best year yet. For more information about exercise and nutrition, visit MacAthletics.com. Home Health Foundation's exceptional people have been providing home health, palliative, and hospice care for more than a century. I'm Karen Gomes, President and CEO of Home Health Foundation. Our professionals deliver expert, compassionate care to patients in their homes and community settings 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with the highest standards of safety and excellence. Our goal is to support patients and families with wellness measures and comfort care, one person at a time. Learn more about home health, palliative, and hospice care at homehealthfoundation.org. This message is brought to you by Walls Ford of Salisbury through 1049's Project Local Program. Butcherelli's Butcher Shop and Deli in Salisbury is a fan favorite for certified Angus beef. I'm Armando Butcherelli. We're located on Route 1 North and open every day. People rave about our marinated steak tips, ribeye steaks, and our large supply of ready-to-grill meats and poultry. Butcherelli's prepared foods are delicious. Our sandwiches are made to order on our house-baked ciabatta bread. Details at ButcherellisButcherShop.com. Hi folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. Professional builders and remodelers choose Anderson Windows more than any other brand in the United States. They do so because Anderson Windows and patio doors offer beautiful natural wood interiors, low-maintenance exteriors, and outstanding energy efficiency. See the complete line of Anderson Windows at any of our three locations, in Beverly, North Reading, or Plastown, New Hampshire, or at MoynihanLumber.com. Moynihan Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. Beautiful as the weather were today with sunshine, blue sky, temps not far from 60, light winds. Mainly clear and cool overnight, lows in the middle and upper 30s. And tomorrow, sunshine, low in mid-60s, could be a little bit cooler at the coast. You can expect some of the weather here Monday and Tuesday of next week. Next chance of rain, not until late Wednesday. Forecast being brought to you by Papa Locksmith of Peabody. Papa Lock makes all kinds of auto keys, including the new push button start key. Even if you lost your keys, they'll get you back in the road. Papa Lock comes to you online at papalockpeabody.com. For local door sure, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Radio Show. And um, it was it was good of you, it was good of you to you know do the count for Willie Nelson there in the beginning. I heard you one, two, three. Oh, it's a good the way you started. That. Well, you know when Willie likes when he starts the band, he's he, yeah. You know he's they don't just start. I mean they're over there yeah. they're over there in the lobby, and he said I, yeah. I, I got to yeah. kind of cue him. And I said, well, you know, do it, Willie. Yeah. I said, Willie, yeah. do what you got to do. It was really nice yeah. of you to come in. I yeah. mean, hey, I think it's really nice of him to come in. 
Yeah, well, it is. It is. So, Speaking of people coming in, was the Corvette book still there? The Corvette book is still here. Yes. Oh, so my goodness. Um, yeah, that needs to be picked up. I, yeah, I noticed yeah. it was still there. How did you know that it yeah. was still here? Um, well, I got a I got an email from uh, Joanne at the station about yeah. uh, the Corvette Club. Yep. And she said, "Oh, I saw the book here, which reminded me." And I said, "Oh, okay." So, yeah. So, who was that? You know, you know what? Let me hold on a second. Let me. Yeah. Well, you'll yeah. you'll do that. And and hold, hold. Uh, do you want? All right. I'll I'll do that. I'll fill I'll fill some time while you're looking that up. And uh, the uh, Honda, who has been kind of not big into electric cars. I mean, yeah, they have the hybrid Insight and the Clarity, but they're not like all the other manufacturers that seem to be jumping on the bandwagon. Honda's to prep two electric vehicles developed with General Motors to kind of rededicate itself to hybrids. American Honda will obtain two electric crossovers from its partnership with General Motors for the 2024 model year. Um, the first volume products to emerge from this arrangement under the product sharing plan, GM will create the propulsion system for the vehicles, but everything above the platform will be unique to Honda and uniquely accurate, according to Dave Gardner, America Honda Executive Vice President. He declined to say where the exact line of separation between GM propulsion platform and the finished vehicles will be. Honda and Acura will obtain through this partnership. Gardner also said that Honda will step up its involvement with hybrid vehicles as the automaker attempts to reassert its identity as a industry leader in fuel efficiency and CO2 reduction. He also said each of the company's core models will feature a hybrid option as its top trim offering, we're going to stop dabbling in hybrids and make a commitment to higher sales. So there you go. Oh, there you go. All right. So Jane Trombley from Beverly. Jane, the book is still here. So come on down uh, Monday yeah, through Monday. Friday, nine, yeah. 9 to 5, right here at 18 on Street. And pick up your book. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. There you go. And it's worth like 40 bucks. Yeah. 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 So. All right. We we got, uh, uh, we got John, we have John, John from, Wakefield. John from Wakefield phone wants well, to talk let's, about let's, um birth dates of tires birthdays it's not my birthday yet <laughs> no. but okay no, yeah. birth 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 birthdays i guess oh oh okay hey john how are you i'm doing pretty well john uh yeah i had a question on tires i recently bought four new tires for my car and uh i was told that there's a birth date on the tire and uh I think of my on my and I bought the tires in March, and there's a number on the outside of the tire with a little circle around it. There was four numbers, and my number was 28, and uh, that's I understand that's supposed to be weeks, and then the year was 19. So I says, geez, that's uh, yeah, this tire was born in July of 2019, so. I was wondering, that's like a little more than a year and a half old. Now, is that unreasonably old for getting new tires put on your car a year and a half old? It's a, it's a, it's a little up there, but not. I mean, I don't, I don't know that if the tires were stored properly. I mean, we we like to think tires have a life of six to ten years, somewhere in that range. You know, some manufacturers say six or so years. Others, like Michelin, say up to ten. Um, so the idea that that tire was manufactured a year and a half ago, mm, I, I'm, 
you know, I you know when I was a kid years ago, and I and I my first full time job, I worked in a tire store, and I got to tell you, I think some of those tires in the rack back then, you know, sat there for an awful long time, and uh, you know, and, and eventually, you know, eventually we would go through the serial numbers and just start to, you know, start to like literally put them on sale to to kind of get them off the shelves. Um, I don't, you know, a year and a half, uh, you know, I. I would have liked to seen under a year. Yeah, I was, yeah, I mean, I was always curious about that, and I, I know there's a lot of people that don't know it, and uh, sometimes they even put the date on the inside of the tire. Well, <laughs> who's going to even well, see it's, it? You it's, know? it's it's um, it's the DOT number which is on the outside of the tire, which has been, um, you know, been there forever. Um, yeah. You know that that you know I I always when I was a, when I was uh, you know that was a number that way back when the DOT number was on the inside the white wall was on the outside mm-hmm. so you know yeah. so they always ended up that way you know yeah. so um, you know but so that isn't unreasonable unreasonably um, old then no not not really yeah. because you know yeah. there's going to be you know there's going to be a time that you know it's you know, you have to look at it and say, you know, you know, how how old is too old, and yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's terrible. Um, you know, one thing I would do though is when you look at warranty of tires, I would look at, you know, sometimes they'll look at the date on the tire and say, hey, look, this was made in the you know fortieth week of you know twenty nineteen, and you go, yeah, but I didn't put them on until a week ago, and all of a sudden one, you know, got a bubble in it. You know, no, you need to take care of it. So I'd hold on to the receipt is probably yeah. one I'll of the things that I would fine, do. But I had just yeah. found out about it, and I yeah. never heard of that before. Yeah. You know, the, the first number, two numbers of the weeks, and then is the year yep. afterwards. Yeah, no, and, and that's been, you know, and that's been since, you know, 2000, is uh they've been they've been keeping track of you know tire dates that way so um yeah so i I mean i think you'll be fine Um, yeah yeah you know i think so too but i just wanted to kind of you know every now and then i'd think about it and i figured i'd give Uh, you a call and get some stop 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 thinking stop thinking about it (laughs) okay john probably the probably the best thing to do okay okay john all right take care john all right yep bye-bye and remember, our program is brought to you in part by AAA. AAA is there for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you want to be a AAA member, and I wish you will, AAA.com slash join. And we are going to give away a AAA membership. And I'm going to do it. And I think this is a really easy, easy question. And it's only because we've been talking about so many different Corvette-ish things, the Corvette book and other stuff. What was the first... When what year was the Corvette first introduced? So, what year was the Corvette first introduced? If you know the answer to that, give us a call at eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine, and we will send you a AAA basic AAA membership. So, uh, and it's um, you know eventually we're going to be doing them electronically, but right now I still have a paper one. So we're going to send you a free AAA membership that you can use to you can use it towards a renewal you can give it to a friend you can give it to a uh, 
brother, sister, son, grandson, granddaughter, whatever you want to do. Uh, but don't sell it on eBay. That's the only thing I ask you to do. Don't 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 resell it because that wouldn't be right. But you can certainly you can certainly use it, uh, give it away, save it as a gift. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. So we need to take another break. My name is John Paul, and if you know the answer, when did the first Corvette roll off the production line? So if you know the answer to that, give us a call, and we will be right back. Baseball tenant in the new Renegade, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Girlfriend? You're 15. But you can lease a new 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude 4x4, which is $39.95 cash or trade down, plus the normal lease startup cost for 24 months for only $65 a month. And I think that's impressive. Hey, I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just want her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Bye. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details during the Jeep celebration event. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly the knowledgeable staff at the Building Center of Gloucester and Essex can help get your spring projects going with the best in outdoor living from Trex. Trex decking offers easy installation, lasting beauty, and a 25-year warranty. Check out the colors and railing options at the Building Center today. Or if your spring to-do list includes updating doors or windows, kitchen, bath, or paint, you found the right place at the Building Center. The Building Center now offers online shopping with touch-free curbside pickup and orders ready within four hours. Details at bcgloucester.com. Are you looking for extra income? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers, LPNs, and RNs to join their growing business, transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will train to assist with 7D student licensing. They offer competitive hourly salaries. Details online at caringchoicetransportation.com or call them today, 978-375-3026 for details. That's 978-375-3026. The following message is brought to you by Boston Fence and Vinyl through 1049's Project Local Program. You can make a difference in the life of homeless animals at Cape and Animal Aid. The annual Winter Ball Fundraiser has been reimagined to a Tales of Summer Love celebration, sharing the love stories that helped our community heal in 2020. The financial need is huge, and your donation can help more homeless animals find their own love story in 2021 and beyond. Details at capeandanimalaid.org backslash winterball dash tales of love. Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. I was just um, I was just looking something up, and I found something called Wheels Canada, and it said, "My question: What's an acceptable time between manufacturer and buying of tires?" I understand the date of the tire was built, the last four numbers, blah 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 blah. There's no fast and hard rule when you should purchase them. It all depends on uh, the size. Several readers have written a complaint about tires that are being sold that are old. Uh, summer tires are produced in the winter. Winter tires are made in the summer so you're going to find something that's at least old what they're really saying is that if you're buying a tire that's between one and two years old you're still fine um it uh so you know anything older than that tires that have uh you know have a five to seven year lifespan uh you know if you're going to buy an old tire 
the manufacturer or the tire salespeople should tell you the tire is old. And remember, coming up uh, after me is uh, Annie's star of Flipping Boston, Dave Seymour, coming up with Real Estate Revealed. Uh, but right now... Where are we going, Biff? I already forgot. Well, we've got Richard from Wakefield, and oh, he thinks that he has the correct answer. And, oh, by oh, the way, I want to thank everybody that called in, and, I, and B, I want to apologize for not being able to get to you all, but thanks so much for calling in. But Richard actually did have the, the correct answer. Richard, oh, you're let's there. See, let's, let's see what Richard knows. Richard. Good morning, John. How are you? Good. How are you? So what's the answer? Very, I believe it was 1953. You are absolutely correct, according to what I'm reading here. The first Corvette rolled off the production line June 30th of 1953 at the GM plant in Flint, Michigan. They only made 300 of them. Each of them were yeah. built by hand. And, uh, right. you know, you, you remember you remember the engine, right? It was a, it was a six-cylinder with and a power glide. Blue flame or something? Yeah, blue, yeah, flame? blue flame, six-cylinder. It, yeah. it made all of 150 horsepower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish I had one now. I'll tell you. <laughs> I bet. I bet they're worth. I bet they're worth a couple dollars, huh? They. Uh, they. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're getting all the uh, Corvette buffs out of the woodwork today. It must be the weather, I guess. I, I guess you yeah. know it's it's it, you know and it's it's. What do you think of the new C8 Corvette, the new mid-engine one? I love it. I love it, but uh, but I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, I, yeah. I. It's funny. I have started to see. I think this week. I saw three of them, and I don't really go out that much. So it's kind of interesting. I saw so many out on the road, and, uh, um, you know, every one I see now catches my eye. It's just a, it's a, it's a pretty-looking right. car. And, yeah. It's, it's yeah. been a long time coming for a mid-engine. I mean, they've been doing those straight axles for a long time. Yeah. This is the first and, time and they did the uh, mid-engine, right? Yeah, yeah, and they, you yeah. know, they've been talking, they've been talking about, you know, putting a, putting a mid-engine Corvette out. For you know, I think thirty years, and finally they did. And what's amazing about it is how good it is for you know what sixty thousand dollars or so. I know the price is right. Yeah. The price is right. Yeah, yeah. I think that all was right. Laura Duntoff that uh, was he was always after a mid-engine Corvette. That's, that's he, uh, right. he that's was right. the, like the godfather of the Corvette. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hey, we'll put mm -hmm. you back on hold, and uh, Biff will get down your name and address, and I'll mail you out this AAA membership. Okay. Okay, John. Great but, talking to but you. Before, but before you go, we gotta, I got to ask, do you have a Corvette? I have two. Two? What In are fact, they? you helped me out. You had, uh, I have a 2014 in Lime Rock Green, and you helped me out with uh, tuning up a 67. Uh, oh, Corvette okay. All right, good. Probably about two years ago, I was having a problem oh. with the ignition. Oh, yeah. I, I a, remember now. I had a, yeah, and I had a bad set of points, and, I, and you told me to go back to... Uh, you know, go back to where you started because I couldn't get it going. Yep. Backfire and everything. Yeah. And I no, that's good. Hey, we got to we got to get we got to get going. The right music road. is telling me I got to leave. So, but right, uh, thanks a lot, thank and uh, we'll get that membership out to you. Hey, that music means we got to go. I want to thank Biff for doing a great job as he always does. Remember, next week we're going to be talking to Ted Ryan, automotive historian. Uh, we have. Dan Stroll coming up from In Control Family Foundation. Uh, week after that, we have. Uh, we have somebody from Land Rover coming up, and we got something coming up every every week, I think, for the next few weeks. So we got a lot going on. Uh, until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye bye.